Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. This episode of Sewing Out Loud is brought to you by our SewHere.com members. This podcast and our community is mostly funded by the support of listeners like you. If you love the podcast, check out SewHere.com slash membership to see how you can keep it in your ears for years to come and get fun stuff to boot. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. This is Mallory Donahue. And this is Zidi Donahue. We're going to try again. Mallory's wearing me out. Our second take. I'm worn out, too. Maybe we just need... You know, all these people in the group who ask a question, and then they say, you know, it's 1030 at night. I'll just go to sleep. I'm like, (laughs) you're so smart. Like, why don't I do that? (laughs) Well, I think what happens to us sometimes is we need to skinny it down. Like... We want to give all the information all at once, and yeah. and you can't, you can't do it. You've got to decide. Yes, edit. It's called editing. Oh, and it's Which hard. Which is what I tend not to do in my real life. That's right. That's right. It's hard. Okay, we're gonna just start a discussion of swimsuits. Gosh, Swim where? Where? Because Gosh darn it. Actually, I I let's bring that up. We we're not swimsuits anymore. I think it was much more narrowly defined a decade ago. Yeah. Okay. I think we see people in more kinds, more styles now that seem to be out there and being worn. And so appropriately so. I believe that they are made to do what they're supposed to do. We can do, you know, our our water sports. We can have our kids hanging around our neck without dragging our suits off of ourselves. You know what my goal for my swimsuit this season is, is like... Uh, coverage from the sun, okay, uh-huh. and then also not having to shave my armpits or bikini line. So the first, <laughs> the first time I did tubing. Now I don't know if anybody knows what tubing is, but here in the Midwest we have a lot of lakes, okay, and you are literally pulled on an inner tube, a huge big inner tube, right? Uh-huh. That's like a donut, right? But by a ski rope, rope. rope. Behind a motorboat. Uh-huh. So I'm like 17, 18 years old, and I'm out with all my friends. We've got somebody's dad's boat, right? And they're like, you can do this. You can. Of course I can. I can do anything, right? Yeah. 
my pants came off. <laughs> so as soon as they pulled, my bikini bottoms were around my ankles. And I cannot tell you, it is a skill to hold on to your bikini bottoms <laughs> between your ankles while the boat is going like 15, 20 miles an hour. And I kept, and I mean, they are all laughing. I can, okay, as loud as the boat was, this is a fairly big boat. And I you can, can hear I laughing. can hear them all laughing and talking about the moon shining and, <laughs> and all this. And the whole time I'm thinking, I'm not worried about the moon. Uh, I'm worried about the front coming out of the water. <laughs> and I just knew, like, there, it was about, the ratio was probably one-to-one guys and gals, yeah. you know. And I'm thinking, they just want to see me naked. They just want to see me naked, and I'm not going to let them, you know. Okay, I just have to tell you all, this is our second um start to this podcast and I had no idea that we were going to start with this story. I am just as surprised as all of so you. So what I and I, I love that bikini. It was black, okay? And it had um like purple and and um pink flowers on it. It was okay. really cute. But it's not the thing to go tubing in. Okay. So what I'm saying is we now have much more you appropriate more clothing. Options. Yeah, which makes more it's much more comfortable. It makes more sense. They just give you give you more freedom to feel secure in your different activities. Yeah, and, stuff. and you don't have to, you know, shine the moon if you don't want to. Well, all right. Okay, let's just jump right in. So your style of swimsuit that you're going to choose will be dependent on a lot of things. Like, well, okay, you can wear any swimsuit and not shave your bikini line. I'm well aware, okay? <laughs> I understand this concept. I am just not quite there yet as a feminist, okay? <laughs> okay. So what I'm doing is I'm I'm angling toward a pair of shorts is what I mean. Now, I don't think I want to go, uh, you know, we're going to talk about swimming and leggings. But right. I think for this suit, I think I just want like a pair of shorts that goes down to like mid-thigh, just about. So kind of long shorts. Yeah, yeah. I, you know. Because there's the boy cut bottom. Okay, there's the boy cut bottom. And then I was, I've been contemplating the particular shape of my thigh right now. Right. Okay. And I, I just, I need that coverage down to about mid-thigh for comfort. In fact, I want to make underwear like this. You know. Yeah, well, I, they're, you know, okay, the boy cut bottom pants. for me. Uh-huh. You don't like it, do no, you? No, it. It will roll up on me no matter what I do. I've tried everything. And I love like the regular sort of, I, I would call it sort of a modest swimsuit cut. I don't like, like a low I don't, leg. Or... Yeah, I don't like a real high leg, you know. But, um, and then other than that, I want to go to bike shorts. Uh-huh. I don't like that short, short. And I, I actually think I look pretty good in it. Yeah. Okay, but then when I start moving around, it doesn't work for me. Okay, so there, on your on your bottom, you might want, you know, different silhouettes or or whatever for whatever reason and I want the close fitting like Mm -hmm. I'm gonna I want to make this all one piece I think or I think right now I want to make it all one piece is is my thought and I'm gonna put a zipper in it and it's gonna be long sleeved you put a zipper in the top yeah one piece so you're almost going to mimic like a short leg. Like a short wetsuit. Wetsuit. Yeah. That's what I would call it. Yeah. You want long sleeves or short sleeves? I think I want long sleeves. Or, or yeah. sometimes sleeves to the elbow are nice too. I think my zipper for ease of going to the bathroom is going to go like maybe down to my waist or a little more. Like yeah. To, and that's where I kind of yeah. like mine there too. Almost to the navel at least. Yeah. I'm of. pointing to my yeah. belly button right now. Yeah. You can't see. Um, <laughs> and my particular choice at this point in time is I like a one piece long sleeved suit with 
what we call, you know, with, with the ballet leg or, You're or the, like wearing like a leotard. I'm wearing yeah. like a leotard, yeah. long sleeve leotard. Long sleeve one and, piece and, or something. And when I say that, I really mean that because it's up around my neck because uh-huh. I've had melanoma. I'm trying for coverage. Um, and I do the zipper. I want to make it go up around my neck yeah too. i do the yeah. zipper to the waist <clears throat> really the least amount of sunscreen that i have to keep putting on the better and i do <sighs> sports where like the paddleboard and stuff where i don't really want to be slimy yes you know so that suit is my favorite with a pair of swim leggings so you can take the leggings on i off. love to take the leggings off when maybe i'm going into the water uh-huh. So, like, we can be paddle boarding and we stop and we decide we're going to swim. Sometimes I'll take the leggings off. Yeah. Or we're paddle boarding and then we decide to go to the pool. I can take the leggings off. And what I like to wear under this is a sports-type bra, a very supportive bra, which is new to me, too, because most of the time I've been relying on the more traditional swimsuit pattern bras that haven't been as supportive. Yeah, so you're wearing like a sports sports bra. Yeah, and, I, and I'm really happy with that. I haven't decided. I've been thinking about this. I have sports bras. I'll probably just wear right. a sports bra under it. But I've been thinking about what I want out of the swim top. And I'm, I'm like, I'm going to be covered most of the time. Right. You know, like I really am going to keep this zipped up most right. of the time. So um, I I haven't decided how decorative I want to make that or if I want to make it like super cute or if I just want to make myself kind well, of cropped up. Well, and I have even done the thing where I have unzipped the suit and like yeah. and let it hang from my waist yes. and I'm in my sports – I'm in my sports bra. People think it's a swimsuit top. Yes. But um, so – I am real happy with that That combination. Yes. Now, I do think I would like to make a rash guard, a tight fitting rash guard with a separating zipper up the front. I don't know why I'm wanting that, but I want it. So so I could wear bikini bottoms. Yes. Leggings, Mm -hmm. sports bra or swimsuit top with the zippered... uh, long sleeve rash guard so i you know it sounds like a lot of clothing now it here, does sound like but, but, here, but here is the one thing i, I do want to um share with all of you mallory and i started wearing rash guards when zelda was it was her first summer as mm-hmm. a newborn mm-hmm. which was 2012 15 oh you got married in 2012 yeah i knew there was a date okay 2000 so it's been like almost four years now mm-hmm. and Mallory started wearing it because she was nursing and we were on the beach and she was nursing and she didn't want to get sunscreen right all over you know I didn't want to have to like her sunscreen on my chest wash it off worry about it getting in the baby's mouth right so she goes out and she just purchased like a right yeah a rash guard right she's and I'm like aren't you hot and aren't she goes no I'm liking this better Okay, and if we all wound we all wound up in rash guards that year. If you haven't tried to swim or enjoy the sun in a rash guard, oh, it was revolutionary. Now we talk. I don't want to go into this too much because we talked about it in our UPF right. fabric. And you need to go back yes. and probably <clears throat> review that podcast or or, or that. listen to it for the first time. Uh huh. And what is? Do you know the title of it? It's rash called guards? UPF fabrics. UPF is fabrics. What it's okay. Oh. I found it so freeing. I didn't have to worry about sunscreen as much. Um, I My shoulders are what would always get burned on me because I would kind of be like leaning over in the water and the sand and playing and stuff. And 
I just is revolutionary. I, I don't go outside of that one. In fact, freaking love it. And it yeah. keeps you cooler. And you're actually cooler I, because your skin is not heating up and on fire. Okay. So I, I can't, I don't mean to get, we don't mean so to get too preachy. don't cover, I mean, I, <laughs> spent years not, I spent years not covered <laughs> up and thought it was a thing and I loved it and I love my bikinis. And now I am so into this. I can't believe it. But when we made this conversion of ours, there you could barely you couldn't find a long sleeve That's swimsuit. Right. You couldn't could barely find fi- a lot of- every rash guard maybe was also you know um, neoprene and hot. You know and those, those can be hot. Yeah. Okay, neoprenes can heat up, but because they don't breathe. Yeah, but uh, it, it was funny. We were actually having trouble finding. Mm-hmm. And I think I actually bought a child's rash guard because we couldn't even find one that fit me right. Yeah, so we we talk about all that jazz in the UPF Fabrics one. But other styles, so we talked about our style preferences. Mm-hmm. But if you're going out and you're looking for a pattern for a swimsuit, um, let's uh, talk about what you might be looking for. First of all, look in your collection of patterns right now. If you own the made-to-measure leggings class... Or the floozy doozies. Or the floozy doozy pattern. You have swim bottoms or swim leggings if you make them out of swim fabric. Yeah. And someone asked, they said, do I need to go down a size in the floozy doozies? Uh, Do I need to take in some extra negative ease on the made-to-measure leggings? We have not had to, like me and mom. Yeah, I don't. Okay. But what I would say is make the size that right. you have been making right. out of swimwear fabric. And then if you need to, you can take it up just a little bit if you think you need it closer yeah. fitting. I, I make it exactly the same I way. I have not found – because because the way that we have drafted those patterns, there's a little bit of negative ease, but it fits like a second skin. And even and they're your size and your shape. Remember yeah, that. It's your proportions, right. right? It's not like you're building a garment and trying to fit – 14 different size people. Right, exactly. So you don't want to overstretch your swimwear fabric any more than you want to overstretch your fashion fabric. And that actually has to do with the UPF. The more you stretch your fabric, the more the sun can get through. So if you're looking for sun protection, which actually, I'm sorry, I have to be adamant about this. We all are. Okay, or we all should be. Oh, man, I was at a kiddo birthday party and... The mom offered sunscreen because right. we were outside, and then these one people were like, "Oh, it's okay. Our kid just tans." And I was like, ah. "Yeah, they tan with their cancer." Like, I was <laughs> like, "Well, I yeah, mean, yeah. I know she tans, but know. like, you need to." Protect- I just saw somebody sent who sent a vacation picture in Facebook, and actually, they're a nurse, and they were just burnt to a crisp. They were in ah. Hawaii, and I want. I just don't like doing. I don't tend to give. Medical advice over the internet? Yeah. yeah. I, I actually give very little advice like that, um, unlike I do on sewing and in this group. But you know, I wanted to say, you're burning yourself up. You're young. Mm-hmm. If you continue to do this, you're going to have problems. It's inevitable. Right. But um, you know, my, there's three types of skin cancer, and you could get the least or the middle or the worst. Well, and it doesn't always have to do with sun exposure either. No, it can have to do with other things, it, too, but the know, sun helps it all right. along. And it ages you, dear. Yes, that's very true. No, it, the, If you're worried about aging and your skin looking funny, that's where it comes you from. You know, and on the Today Show, I was so surprised that the Today Show did this because they were talking about anti-aging creams. And I thought, oh, the Today Show is just going to try and sell us a bunch of, like, $500 anti-aging creams that they're affiliated with you know they'll get a kickback on but they have this dermatologist on that said the only proven anti-aging sunscreen uh, sunscreen sunscreen method is Mm -hmm. sunscreen and staying out of the sun i was like yeah so anyway that's what ages you absolutely ages you 
But And if you think your skin only ages on your face, talk to me. Oh my gosh. I'm always putting it on my neck. Okay, we gotta <laughs> keep going. If you're looking for patterns, look in your stash right. first. If you have even a t-shirt pattern. Leotard pattern. Leotard. Uh, Unitard. A raglan shirt. Raglan shirt. Okay, yeah, you, what, bra? Bra. A bra pattern. Mm-hmm. If you are making a, okay, if you're going to wear a bikini, don't worry. ZD and I are not going to judge you. We won't give you medical well, advice over the internet. Well, what I was but... going to say is I I know a lot of people, especially in the paddleboarding uh-huh. um, venue, they wear bikinis under board shorts and rash guards, but yeah. they have bikinis, and and they'll take them off and go swimming bikini. You and know, your sports bra. I'm sorry, but I wear a bikini in the hot tub. Okay, okay. So, your your yeah. sports bra patterns can be swim. Yes, patterns. And before. here's the deal. Pa- you know, swimsuits are often two pieces. Uh-huh. You know, and you have your tankini deal where you've got your long top that meets your bottom, which used to be one of my favorite suits too, but. Don't go. Oh, here's this. Go. Oh, here's this top I like, and over here I have this pair of underpants mm-hmm. or this pair of, you know, swimsuit bottoms on this other one. So these can be mixed. There's also patterns for skating costumes that will work. Yeah. So just in case, if you know, if you think, oh, well, I only have a bra pattern, a panty pattern, but I want a bikini. Like, I'm not saying don't go buy a new pattern, but look at your stash. Yeah. Look what you have. Now, when you go out to then look for swimsuit patterns. Yay. Um, right. If you are a very different size on top than on bottom, sometimes a two-piece is a – that's one reason to That was one piece. reason I almost always wore two-piece was uh-huh. because um, if I purchased one, yeah, you know, is because they would let you purchase a different bottom and a different top kind of thing. Here's yes. another thing. I Like for Catherine one year, we purchased some tops. She's very, very busty, uh-huh. right? We purchased just a couple tops, and I made her bottoms. That's the, and I was going to talk about You know about what that. kind of bottoms yeah. she wanted? Mm-hmm. Like a, what I call a gym short or a jogging short. That's what she wanted her bottoms to be. So that's popular, too. And she wears a rash guard a lot, too. Mixing ready-to-wear with yeah. self-sewn in the swimwear world I think is kind of nice. Well, and actually one of the reasons kind of it it sort of evolved is we were just going to kind of look at them for ideas. And she said, well, I really like this one. She said, I really like this fabric. And I said, then we need to we buy need it. We need to buy that, yeah. Because there was the fabric, there was, and it wasn't expensive. It was like $24 or something and it had all the support in it. And, it's perfect. And it was done. Yes. And I was like, I can make you some black or green bottoms for that. She goes, you can? I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah. She goes, oh, yeah, I would wear that. So because, and actually all the bottoms that were available, she didn't like. And if I'm going to wear, like, I'm thinking about board shorts, you know, like uh-huh. woven, you know, nylon mm-hmm. board shorts. That's something I might think about buying because I wouldn't wear them that often. Uh-huh. Okay. And I, you know. Actually, whereas... I, have a, I have a pair of purchase board shorts. You have shorts a pair of, Because yeah. I, like, fell into them. I well, was like, why wouldn't I buy these? So I'm not. They, a... they were also, like, $17. I'm not yeah. a busty person. And a cheap sports bra can do just fine for me yeah. under a rash guard. Mm-hmm. And so I have worn, I have sports bras from, like, they might be from junior high. That I am Whoa, still wearing, yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, and I will tell you, I had some purchase sports bras too, and mine are a little bit more elaborate than yours. Yes. And what I did is I kept like two of them that I wore in the water that I knew these were the ones that were going to wear out the fastest with the chlorine yeah, and the and salt water jazz. and everything. Right. Um, I'm better now. I have more. I've sort of accumulated more. Okay. So choosing your style 
mix and match all those things. Mm-hmm. You can mix and match the ready to wear. Um, but the one pattern that I maybe would purchase is if you want to do some kind of like I, I think of them as statement swimsuits, like the retro one pieces mm-hmm. with like the ruching and all that. You know, I, you know, I, I have a one piece ruching uh, suit that I wear when I swim at the gym. It's indoors. Uh-huh. There is no you know, right. like getting me. Yes, yes. So I think Closet Case has that bombshell swimsuit. Right. And there are Bombshell's like really that. a neat suit. Yeah. So but the thing is, is that suit can also be worn mm-hmm. with all of these other things over it. And then when you go, maybe there's an indoor hot tub, right. you go to that. Another thing, too, is if you travel a lot and you, um, you know, you need a swimsuit that basically always going to be worn indoors. You're not worried about coverage from the sun. <clears throat> you know, you're worried about your comfort and coverage level. That's right. Okay, so let's take a little break and let's come back and talk a little bit about materials and fabrics and stuff like that. Hello there, you fabulous sewing machine. Did you know that our podcasts and Facebook group are mostly funded by our fabulous members? We have corporate sponsors, but our individual members are the people who ensure that we can keep producing our quirky, inclusive, sometimes slightly offbeat sewing media. You can support the sewing media you love starting at $1.50 per month. As you go up the scale, you get perks like a universal wardrobe planner, the So Long and So Happy zine, access to patterns and discounted classes, and even a monthly live broadcast from Mallory and me. We are so thankful for our past, present, and future members. Any level of membership is helpful toward producing our podcasts, videos, and the time it takes to moderate our growing Facebook community. Go to SewHere.com slash membership to check it out. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. right and we're back so let's talk a little bit about fabrics first I think because I think it's very important okay how do you how do you turn that leotard into a swimsuit right you make it out of swimsuit right okay Uh (laughs) uh-huh how do I make these the you know leggings I'm wearing right now are that is that 14 ounce cotton spandex from LA Finch that I just love for leggings wouldn't be great for swim but if I go to make a pair of swim leggings, I get out our swimsuit fabric. That's right. And I make it. So how do you know it's swimsuit fabric? Well, you know, this is yeah, it hopefully it's a swimsuit fabric on it, it somewhere. Will. That would be it nice. Must, it, okay, if it's specifically designed and made for that, it'll say swimwear. It should say that. On I the also, on the bolt end. I also like 
everything that we've gotten from L.A. Finch that says also, like, active wear, I deem appropriate for swimwear. Some of it seems a, a little thick, I guess, but I still love it for the, for the swimwear, um, for the leggings and the shirts. And then what the fiber content, though, will be most of the time is polyester or nylon with a pretty high percentage of spandex. Mm-hmm. Like what? 20%? Oh, I've ha- I think or... I've had it as low as 7 even. Oh, really? I think it depends, yeah. Um It'll depend. Right. And I guess my other thing here is there's a lot of things that says swimwear. Uh-huh. That I'm not comfortable with the weight. Yes. I add another layer of and it may only be just as heavy as that. Okay, this is this is a big hot tip from ZD. So we have a bolt uh-huh. of this really weird brownish coffee color, funny goldish. It is not a pretty color. No, like <laughs> it's not a color I would wear in reality. But that we line swimsuits with or swimsuit crotches with, you know, things like okay, that. If you find swim lining. On sale or mm-hmm. somewhere or, or whatever. A funny, or a funny good weight swimwear that's just a funny color. And, you know, this, fu- like a funny, let's call it, um, what should I, sort of a light cappuccino seems to be a well, good color for everybody. Yeah, this is kind of a gray. Mm-hmm. Now, linings, you know, you, you don't have to match your skin color. In fact, Pink. No, this is much darker than my skin color. Well, and it's nobody's skin color because it's so damn gray, okay? <laughs> it's like, it'd be a dead person. Okay, so <laughs> it, I see it. Look, there's a tie of it on that fabric there. Um, so when you find, if you're online and you can't feel it, and it says swim lining, if it's on sale or something, get yourself a few yards of that. It can turn a thin knit into something that you'd feel comfortable wearing as a swimsuit. Now that I'm looking at it, I honestly have bras I've purchased that they call cappuccino like this because they're kind of gray. Maybe they put a little bit of milk in the dark coffee like We also thing. have a, like a purple color. Uh-huh. And, and it works well, too. I've mentioned this before on the podcast. A red will mm-hmm. often be good for almost any skin tone right. as a lining. Now, the So thing- don't line. And if you mm-hmm. want a white swimming suit, you definitely need this, you like, find your mocha-y. Yeah. No, no. I would go mocha. darker. Yeah. I, I like the, the color. And I think what happened, Mallory, didn't I see this online? And I said, buy the bolt. That's L.A. Finch. It yeah. was an, I think it was an end of bolt. It was the end of bolt, it. which was maybe 10 yards or something. And I think she was probably not selling it because people were thinking of it as an outer. And they, yeah, it didn't And like. I'm thinking of it as lining. Right. So... When you have those lining fabrics on hand, it could turn a thinner swim knit into something you like. Or I've made swimsuits out of, like, ITY knits. Right. And I just cut them out two layers, one with the ITY and one with the lining, and it made it so that it was... You just beefed it up. I beefed it up. Right. So why does a swimsuit have to be beefed up? Because maybe you don't want your nipples showing through. Maybe you don't want it to cling to every single you know, um, curve of your body and everything like that. And that it, so it can help with all of that. I'll guarantee you it will last longer. And it'll last longer. It will help that knit recover better, actually, because yes. it won't mm-hmm. let it stretch out right. as much. So I definitely, th- having the lining on hand can make your sewing life I, so much I, easier. Yeah, I rarely make a suit that I don't line. Yeah. Or at least line partially. 
Talk about uh-huh. your lining practices, like with your princess seam, you know, rash guards. So actually, with my princess seam swimsuit, uh-huh. okay, now my rash guards, I don't always line. Okay. Okay. But my swimsuits, with my princess seam, one piece looks like a long sleeve leotard, uh-huh. right? Swimsuit. I only line the middle panel. Yeah. Okay. So there's, you know, two middle panels in the back because it's got mm-hmm. the princess seams and a mid seam too. And then the front, you know, has the print. So I only line that middle and I don't line those side panels. Right. And I don't and I don't line the arms. But that is enough that, you know, some of that comes up over my shoulders and it, you know, it covers my below the waist area. Right. You know, I don't have to worry about anything. Right. So this is another thing. Writing into the cracks of you. Yes. Yeah, it keeps it, things out of your cracks. It's beefy. <laughs> it, yeah, you don't have to worry about it. And it's such a, not only do you maybe not like the look, it just feels so awful. Yes. Well, I like to not feel self-conscious. Like, oh, do I need to pick this right. out of my butt or right. something like that? So that beefy swim lining. It, so There's that a covers... lot of butt picking at swimming pools and beaches. That's for sure. And Picking stuff out. Of, I yeah. like to line, okay, with bottoms. Right. I don't like a traditional, they call it a gusset, a traditional crotch right. liner like in a panty. Right. So in a panty, it'll go from like, you know, somewhere in your perineum area right. up toward the crotch, you know, up toward your front right. and just stop short. Right. And like for me in a swimsuit, I'm like, just line the whole bottom, please. Yeah, I always, line the whole the, front. I always line the, yeah. yeah. Line the whole There's thing. no reason not to go all the way up yes. to me. Right? I, I like to line it all the way up. And actually with um the period panties, the floozy doozy period panties, um, some period underwear that you buy, it only like the lining only goes up so far in the front. Right. I'm like, just put it all the keep, way up. Yeah, keep please. going. Like, just keep going. <laughs> if you please. So anyway, uh, I liked I like to do that lining. All put it wherever you want it. Right. Swimsuits, even these full coverage swimsuits that we're talking about. Right. They don't take very much fabric. No. I mean, when you start to get a sleeve on them. Okay. Right. You're getting into but, a lot But, you know, of a lot of times you don't have to line a sleeve. Right. It's not really that necessary. So with a bra, let's pretend like you have one of those mm-hmm. fancy schmancy, like, orange lingerie bra patterns where, you know, it, she she makes beautiful bra patterns and they're always displayed with, like, lace. And right. they're actually made for a woven, like, for a non-stretch, right. Right. you know, fabric. Right. But you can make your swimsuit, you can make an underwire bra. Right. If you wish. Out of your swimsuit fabric. And if you want, mm-hmm. if you want to, if, you know, if you need to make it where it doesn't stretch, uh-huh. you can use your, you know, two layers and make your swimsuit fabric, you know, out to the public. And you can use a woven liner yeah, to go in the inside. Like a non-stretch mesh. Right. And, and you know, a, a non-stretch mesh or sometimes like a, just a two-way stretch yeah, mesh will yeah. help you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, you can do that if you want that cup to be more supportive. So as opposed to if you made it out of, like, beautiful lace and stuff, it would – you wouldn't want to subject that type of fabric to the wear and tear right. of a swimsuit. Maybe it wouldn't be quite as supportive right. or – um as our swim knit. Right. You know. Well, and another, like a power mesh can make a good shaped yeah. bra cup too. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. So you're using that pattern, but you're changing the materials. Now, something else, since swimsuits often are stretchy, if I chose one of my, you know, wonderful bra patterns, I might eliminate the hooks in the back. Right. And sacrifice them for 
one of those simpler lingerie or uh, swimsuit closures, mm-hmm. like the G hook. They call it a G hook, uh-huh. and it wouldn't be quite as adjustable. But I would have a fabric that was stretchy. And the other thing you and, could do is you could actually make it a tie, or back. you can make it a tie mm-hmm. if that's where you're going for it. You can adjust. You can put straps on right. it, you know? or you can make it none. Yeah, you, you can make I've it over that. the head, or you know. <laughs> here's the other thing I want to say about uh, bra tops or swimsuit, any kind of swimsuit top, whatever, um, is you may be better off bringing that bra up from the bottom instead of over your head. Oh, okay. Okay? Especially if you have a lot of breast tissue. Okay. Okay? I have a problem. Okay, so I have a fairly narrow hip compared to, like, my bust measurement. Uh So I'm almost better off stepping into Into that stuff. Yes, because if I bring it over the top, it is like a wrestling match, okay? <laughs> and the other thing is, is that sometimes I have to go say to myself, you have to have a fastener because your band area on mm-hmm. your, your bra is much, much smaller than, you know, your full bust measurement. Yes. So sometimes I cannot give up a fastener. I have to have one. You have to have one. Yeah. That's a good point. I made the Watson bralette, bra, whatever, Um I made it without a closure uh-huh. just to kind of test it out. And it's it's actually, it's really nice. It, it feels good. And I actually right. made it like without adjustable straps because I was just testing it out. Well, and I'm glad you brought up adjustable yes, straps a, because yes. if you are wearing, you know, a, a bra type top, whether it be underneath something, you have to decide whether you want adjustable straps or non-adjustable straps. A lot of times if you're fitting yourself, you don't need that adjustment. Mm-hmm. Now, adjustable straps also, though, give you, so, yes, they make the garment fit more people in the store. Right. But they can also, if over time your garment's sort of stretching right. out, they can help you tight, tighten it up. Uh, but so that's good since point. you can sew, you can sew it tighter, too. That's very so true. That, that get, you know, but a lot of times the adjustable stuff uh-huh. is there because they're trying to fit more, more than one body type. Store. Right. Well, that's a good point because skipping that definitely saves you a little bit of time. Well, and, you know, <laughs> sometimes it's more comfortable without some sort of close. That's why I'm always trying to go without a closure in the back of my bra. And then I'm like, no, I have. To it's have just one. not going to work. But I can put a closure in the front if I want. I wanted to talk about that because that can be important for people also who have like mobility or hand strength yes. issues. Mm-hmm. This comes up in that lingerie group a lot. They're like, I wish they'd make this garter belt where I could, you know, I have right. MS or I have right. this and it's hard for me to clasp right. these types of things. Right. So when you get to choose your own closure, that is a really nice thing. Is everybody listening? This is why we sew. Exactly. So if anybody ever says to you, oh, I can what? buy that in the blah, 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 you know better. Um, Let's talk a little bit about zippers. Well, I want to oh, I, okay. I add Sorry. one thing about fabric that I think we may have. Okay. Let's talk about fabric and how it fades or what happens to it. Okay. Okay. And I had a ready-to-wear swimsuit that I bought one time, and it was red, and I really liked it. Uh-huh. But it never stopped fading because red is a very unstable <laughs> Did it dye. bleed and bleed and it bleed? It bled and bled. Every, every beach shell we had had the imprint of my red butt on it. <laughs> but um, I still loved it. it but the, the problem was, you know, is would it was it going to get on something I didn't want it to get on? Uh-huh. Uh, so know that this can happen to you, that you, you can, you know, try and stably stabilize your dye by washing it in a solution of synthropol which is a commercially right available um wash there is the um other commercial washes that 
what do they call them? I, tra- I they, can't they remember. Take, they take the free dye out of the water or whatever. Yeah. It, so, but um, and Rit makes one here in the United States. And the other thing you can do is you can vinegar wash and see if that helps. Sometimes it just, just won't, won't work no matter what. But red is very unstable. The other thing, too, is if you want a dark suit, you may have to realize to yourself that over time it will fade. And the best way to take care of any of this, I don't care what kind of water you are swimming in, is to rinse your suit after you've worn ASAP. it and let it. You don't even have to use uh, um, soap. Yeah. But one of the things that I will use is shampoo. Right. Okay. And sometimes I'll just like scrub the crotch or something. You, you know what I you mean? You always, when we would come in from Edisto, from the right. beach, it's like we'd get in the shower and we'd wash our suits with ourselves. Right. We, we just step in the shower with our suit on, be uh, shampooing our hair and just sort of, you know, so rinse getting, it out. Getting the salt water out of there, getting the chlorine out of there. I mean, we have this pond, so right. God knows what's in there. Pond um, scum, <laughs> whatever it might be. Um, yeah. Get, getting that out of there super fast. That'll now, be the way if to you do did it. not get in the water and you think your suit does not need to be um, rinsed, you are incorrect because sweat, okay, perfumes, screens, Mm -hmm. deodorant, all of those things will work on your suit. And if you think I'm not wrong, look at the underarms of many of your garments. Yes. And where you've, you've, you know, used some sort of cosmetic helper something or, yes. something under you there, know that it, that is what will you know take the dye or weaken the fabric even yeah uh okay so that's good we were we're since this is our yep. fabric and notion stuff let's talk no hot water Go no ahead. no hot water okay um line drive lay flat whatever. always use swimwear swimwear elastics okay let's talk about zippers though yep. okay zippers don't stretch everybody nope Unless they make something I don't know about. Unless we can, unless you and I can come up with an invention. Ooh, stretch zipper. Okay. See, I think if a zipper stretched, the teeth would come apart. They would come and then up, it would yeah, come right. unzipped, okay, right. The, so, so I can't think teeth, of anything right now. The teeth have to, like, expand. But, you know, there was a guy who invented Velcro because of his dog, so we may come up with something. But you know what? We don't need our zippers to stretch, right? No. With the Usually- way... If it fits. Especially (laughs) when we are sewing for ourselves and we know it fits. So I might go into a store where, especially because I have a lot of bust. We have long torsos and then you have a lot of bust tissue. And that's what will happen to me. I'll go to zip something up the front. Uh And it's just, there's not enough room there and it won't give. And it, it, you know, so I have lengthened sort of my waist, Uh you know, to nape of neck measurement because i have more of a chest so yeah zd if zd went into a store let's just pretend okay and tried on a one piece without a zipper in the front maybe that fabric could have enough stretch to come up over your body right with that one piece same length but then has a non-stretch zipper which are the only kind that exists as of now uh up the front it does take away the vertical stretch. That's right. It will stabilize the fabric wherever you have sewn it in. Yes. Now, it'll still stretch around the body. Right. Okay. But that's why if you're going to add a zipper into something that doesn't already have a zipper in it or whatever. So you long torso people, think about this, <clears throat> or big busted people. Yeah, because your bust, your bust, even though you think of it as kind of being like you know, projecting out, it also adds... It's not really just horizontal. Sure, it adds vertical... um, Dimension. Yeah, vertical dimension. So you need to not rely on 
really any negative ease vertically when you're inserting a zipper. And you, the way you insert the zipper in your rash guards mm-hmm. is, I think, delightfully simple. Maybe that's a good live podcast. I even, I even almost stabilize it more because I put... You put stuff in it. I, I put um, the cotton organdy in yeah. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... If you're going to have a zipper, they don't stretch. Now, with like a sports bra, okay, that has a zipper in the front, you know, your sizing and everything, that's kind of a shorter zipper. Well, that's also where you stabilize your bra. That's right. But when you have this thing that's really long, um, you know, maybe rash guard isn't the best example because you wouldn't notice it pulling up your crotch. More like that one piece that has a zipper in it. That's where you need to be real careful. But putting a zipper in a knit like that isn't as hard as you might think. Um, It is nice to use a plastic zipper when you're in the water and stuff, right? Because we don't want want rust. We don't want things catching on. So Uh, I, yeah, (laughs) I mean, I usually put a zipper there in my one piece, like we talked about long sleeve. And it's usually, you know, a somewhat decorative zipper. Yeah. Yeah, now the It's a big toothed zipper, like a parka looking zipper yes. almost. Yeah. Um and so that's what I want to put in my bathing suit yeah. in my like unitard thingy. I have you know, I would have no objection into putting a invisible zipper there too and you know, minus you know, you yeah. don't you don't even see it. That's right. Now, I'm not going to put it in the back. Because no. I have, then I need the buddy system of zipping it up and down. That's right. So you will see wetsuits will have them in the back, and they'll have the thing hanging down. Right. They always have the the tether, but then they shove the tether, you know, back down the back of their right. Suit. Right. No, I'd always put mine in the front too. Yeah. Personally, um, that would that would be easier for me. So you will though. The answer to that question is you can put a zipper in a knit. It will stabilize the knit vertically. And if you okay? know your pattern fits. Uh-huh. So generally a knit fabric, if you are doing a negative ease, you're not doing it in the vertical. You only take the negative, you know, make the negative, right? Yeah. In the horizontal stretch right. of the garment. No, you don't. And that's the thing It with... There have been some pattern companies popping up, and I haven't sewn their patterns, but people have said, oh, my gosh, this pattern company just relies on you using super stretchy fabric, and they've got a bunch of negative ease built in, so it will technically, like, go over a person's body. I I think our aesthetic and our... I don't know what to call it, like inclination and everything. It's like we use these stretchy fabrics, but we also place this right. premium on fit. And so anytime you see a pattern that says small, medium, extra large, okay, or a ready-to-wear that's available in small, medium, extra large, they are accommodating hundreds of sizes in there. Yeah. Okay? Now, it doesn't mean it won't fit you. It, it might. Yeah, and it could. It could. And, and you'll see wovens like that, too. And I'm thinking of one of the woven things that you might see like that are like pajamas. Right. Or scrubs. Or, like a, you know. A, a cover-up yeah, for a swim um, suit. That, what do we call the pants? The pajama pants. Yeah. You know, something like that where baggy is what we're going for. So they have added excess ease instead of negative ease yes right so when you can so if you're if you are looking though let's pretend you have this leotard pattern and you're going to put the zipper in it you just need to measure your body and measure the pattern and you'll see oh this pattern is actually two inches smaller than my body i will need to add 
Just add two inches to and it. And I honestly can't imagine making a swimsuit without having made um, some sort of muslin. Yeah, so some, making some a test, test garment, garment is just as And, you know, important. I made a test garment and it wound up being wonderful when I got to wear it. Uh, but, uh, yeah. you know, uh, you can also make a test garment and then you can always add some fabric in the middle if you have to. You That's cut right. that swimsuit, add you know, a, and you add a, add, a, add a piece. That's been done. But um, I, I don't know. Swimming suit, you know, I want it to be. There's so many things about a swimming suit that are important, that well, it's comfortable, that it's functional, you know, that I look okay and because I'm revealing the, my body shape to the world. The other so. thing about the zippers and stuff, we've talked about your chronic illness, you know, right. being Crohn's disease. and um, Getting in and out. Getting in and out so you can go to the bathroom. And, like, that's a reason why I would have a bra under mine. Me too. Okay. Yes. Like, even though I could probably get away without one. Uh-huh. Okay. So, like, if I am kind of in some kind of public restroom right. and I don't want to accidentally get caught with, like, no top on right. or something like that, that's a reason. And that's why I want that zipper to go down so low. Right. That's why I used to wear a lot of tankinis in, in, in yeah. the past years was... I had a top and a bottom. And that's You know, why, I could just take my pants down. That's why I was wearing the the style that I was kind of fond of over the past couple of years was a crop top. You like a crop top, yeah. With a real high waisted panty. It let me go to the bathroom easily. It also let me nurse easily. Yeah. Um, haven't been nursing anyone in a while now, but I I was liking that. Now I think that I want to have my midsection. <laughs> Just Mallory's taking now. her body back. <laughs> she's gonna she's gonna do the style she wants. That's that right. doesn't have to accommodate some other little individual a she's little trying person. to keep alive. I also want pockets. Oh that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we're back to style now. I, I have a thing to say about pockets. What do you have to say? Okay, about so all of those of you think you want a cell phone pocket in your swimming suit? <laughs> I don't know how to do this, but how to make a warning that before you go in the water, you remove the cell phone. Okay. I have seen too many people do this. Okay, so I want to put a pocket in my suit. I don't think it's going to be big enough for my phone, but it's like I just want something. Because, you know, your kids are always handing you crap, you know? Yeah. Well, sometimes <laughs> it's nice to have, like, a little zippered pocket that you can stick a, um, a key in. Yeah. You know, I, a room I key or something like that. I don't even know. You know, when, when the kids were younger... I had these performance fishing gear shirts. Right. And they were made from a fabric that could have been used for, like, board right. shorts. And it had, like, pockets, and there was always a pacifier in there right. or something. So that was very useful. Uh, but anyway, okay, so swimwear elastic, you want to cover that a little bit? This is just sort of our broad overview uh-huh. of swimsuit stuff. So we like to use cotton swimwear elastic. Yes. And we've been talking to you about nylon and polyester and how they're more durable than cotton. But the cotton swimwear elastic is cotton that's braided around rubber. Yes. And it's soft and durable. Yes. It will last you love it, love a, it, love a it. much longer time than anything else going in and out of the water and taking all the elements into account. Also, it does not get soggy. So someone wrote that. Right. Like, Wait, cotton? Isn't it going to get soggy? No. No, this doesn't. It's not that, no, it's it's not that much amount. cotton, right? Right, right. right. Okay. So that's, that's another... Um, thing that we like, but something that I really liked that I finished a pair of swim floozies out of was fold-over elastic. Yeah. It was the one-inch fold-over elastic that was pretty heavy-duty. This stuff 
heavy duty. That's all I can say about it. Right. It was very cushy and thick. And I loved that. I thought that was fabulous um, right. for finishing off my swim bottom. So that's another option that you have too. Um, and then we did a live broadcast in the zigzag group about finishing swim bottoms. We did. That was – that used a few different, you know uh, – methods techniques so bands you can use bands and then i you know in the zigzag group i believe the month before or maybe yeah i think it was just the month before we talked about putting elastic in like a leotard leg or a panty leg uh-huh. Or a swimsuit leg and you know how to go about that no that's what i'm talking about yeah that's oh that's what you're the talking same about one. same one oh because we just did straps that was different yes. yeah yeah so yeah we just, we did, just straps. did straps which has to do with yes. swimsuit straps very, and activewear straps very um what do I want to say? Yes, very pertinent. Because when you said covered, relevant. I was thinking, okay. Yeah, very mind. relevant. Very now, relevant. the other thing I think that, you know, we barely touched on that we, we should address is power mesh <laughs> or shaper mesh. Yes. Right? And. Um, yes. Yes. <laughs> and I said, you know, you can put it inside. You can line your bra cup with it if you want a more stable bra cup or whatever. The other thing is you can put this in the places that you feel you might need it. If you want your middle to be. Now, I'm not talking about like making yourself look particularly thinner or taking inches off of yourself. First of all, I think that'll just make you uncomfortable. It just shoves the fat somewhere else. Okay. What I like about it is it makes you smooth. I like the smoothing aspect yes. too. And so I don't make it smaller. If I insert yeah. the mesh, I make I make it exactly the same size as my pattern piece and treat it the same as I treat that pattern piece when I'm sewing it together. Some people will make will, it smaller. Well build in like a smaller waist panel or something mm-hmm. like that. I you know I want to look nice. I want to feel presentable. I don't want to be self-conscious, but I certainly want to be comfortable. Yeah, I just like it when the fabric is almost like a pliable armor. It's like, it's just supportive. I I think what it is, yeah, I like that it just like takes a little bit of the ripple out. You know, just just like, just like, um... I find the power mesh to be very comfortable. I, I think it adds comfort. I think, yes, I I agree. honestly believe, I feel like it adds comfort to it. Oh, now, see, I don't particularly I it. want it, like, up past my bust. If I put start putting power mesh or any sort of shaper or power mesh, like, around my um, chest, <clears throat> you don't like or, it that or, or around my, you know, my actual bust, that bothers me. Okay, and then I want to bring up since you since you brought this up. So there is Power Shaper Net. Yes. Which is the very stable stuff. Okay, and we'll post a link which to this. Which is you can lovely. live by and I'm going to give you a little zigzagger hint, can I? Uh-huh. Okay. This Don't is, whisper. This, you can say this, it if you don't whisper. Well, I whispered for permission. <laughs> this is this is supposed to be a zigzagger exclusive and it was for several a couple weeks. But stabilizing the shoulder of something, use a little strip of that power mesh when you're trying to stabilize the the shoulder, you know, in a knit garment. It's wonderful. Yeah, so that power mesh, and it's fabulous to keep on hand to insert. Okay, that's power shaper net. I know we say mesh sometimes because it is a mesh. All right. But then there's power mesh. Right. You're going to see power mesh in, like, a lot more colors, a lot more options. It's it is stretchy. It is not as stable. Right. It's more for it's more decorative mesh inserts. Yes. Um, for it's softer almost, I guess. It is like just a sheer 
fabric. Okay, right. so just just so you know, don't buy power mesh and think it's going to give you the same hold or stability as power but shaper net. But the shaper net is the thing that you put in your hack of a wide waistband yes. on your M2M on leggings. The leggings and, stuff. and it keeps them up when you're doing the down dog okay. or the burpees or it's stretching kind of, up to grab the kid or whatever. It's kind of expensive per yard. But it is so worth it. Yeah, well, and you don't. Yeah, you don't. You, you don't. don't you don't use, use this lot. all over your body. Yeah, you don't. You need just to use don't. You, and you save those little scraps Except to do those other things with. I think it would be a really nice slip. I do. Well, yeah, but it I would, would be like a spank slip. I would make a yeah. whole robe out of it. Right. No, I mean even a loose fitting thing. Oh. I I like the feel of the you fabric. Like the feel yeah, of it. I just yeah. like it. I you know that's yeah. Just the thing. It's just more substantial than the it other. Is. It mesh. is more substantial. Okay. Um. I think that that just about does it because we talked about zippers. You brought up power right. mesh. So that, I think. What kind of thread do you use, Mallory, when oh, you sew? I use polyester construction thread in my sewing machine and serger, and then sometimes usually metrosine. The maxi lock stretch, yes, <clears throat> mm-hmm. is also appropriate to mm-hmm. use. Um, so those are the threads that we use. And what kind of needles might you wind up using? Well, with such a high spandex content, a Microtex needle. I know. I almost think all I need is a Microtex needle anymore. A I use it so much. A lot of people have been talking about the special point needles, though, that there are serger needles. Yes. People use them in the home machines right. for their special point HA by 1SP. Yep. Stretch needle. You probably don't want a ball point. Your ball point's going to have trouble when you start to try and go through, especially like I think your elastic and and the rubber Uh and all that jazz. Mm -hmm. It might not have. So we did a podcast on needles for stretch fabrics um, that I can link to in the show notes as well. So uh, check that out. So needles. I think have around plenty of wonder tape if you need it. The two-sided sticky tape that washes away. Yep, that'll help you out. And um, actually, a lot of the Zigzagger live broadcasts have been really helpful in this area. Yeah, they have. Um, The one that we did on the thumb hole Well, we get way into specialty things there. So if you want to get a little bit more in-depth with me and ZD, you can get live, a little live monthly sewing class with us by joining as a Zigzagger at sewhere.com slash membership. I don't know what the message break is in this podcast yet, but... I'm plugging that anyway. <laughs> okay. Well, right. I guess how much does that membership cost, Mallory, at this point in time? So now, this we're talking 2019. ZD is ready for growth. She's I ready. am. She's like, uh, it's eighteen dollars a month. And so what that is, our membership. That is like an amazing <laughs> amount of money to pay for the quality of class you get that you can play over and over and over again. And if you join today. How many of those podcasts do you get, or, or those broadcasts, live broadcasts you get to see? I think, well, all of them. So I think we've right. done like 15 or 17 so, or something. So the first month is that $19, $18, right? <laughs> Except you get how many films, yeah, how many videos with lot, that? A lot, a right. lot. So like 17. So And what that is, is it's a way that we support this podcast, okay? So that's how... We can keep making the podcast. Right. And that's just kind of a bonus, you know, to it. It helps so, us buy fabric, too. And it, you're right. It helps us, helps us pay for podcast hosting and editing. Okay. So thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed our discussion of swimsuits. And ZD, take it away. So, so long and swim long. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? 
And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Oh, 